What's up, everybody? It's Kivi, and you're watching another edition of GhostCultMag.com's Weekly Ritual, our weekly rock and metal live news show. Stoked to be back another week. As everybody knows, I started the year with some challenges. I'm feeling a little better now, getting into a routine, taking care of myself. So I hope you're all awesome out there on this almost Friday. Friday everywhere else in the world. Almost almost Friday on the West Coast and the East Coast. Uh, glad to be back. Let's just make sure we are going live where we're supposed to. Unsure what the deal is, but I'm doing my best. Let's see what's up, what's up. Yep, no way to know if this thing is working. Uh, hmm. Yeah, looks like we're finally caught up here on the gram. All right, good, good, good. What's up to everybody on TikTok? Uh, here's the story of the show. We do the introduction. This is it right now. Then we go over some important news, some features we had here at Ghost Cult this week. And then I run down major festivals, concert tours, and one-off shows that were announced. All the big stories of the week. We got a bunch of crazy shit going on here in the world of rock and metal. A little bit of New Music Friday action, stuff you need to pick up this week. And uh, close it off with a little bit of what's on it, what's in my mailbag, what's in my bag, basically. What am I enjoying digging all that jazz? So, yeah, good to see you all here. Uh, again, we always appreciate any kind of super chat or super thanks here. It does help the show out a lot. And uh, the best experience for this is on all the socials. If you have some questions, I will answer them and uh try to keep up but uh yeah we will if you if you give us a super chat or a super thanks we'll definitely answer your question first but chances are we'll probably just answer your question anyway but we appreciate any help as i sip my liquid death affiliate partner of ghost cults all right let us i do this wrong every week let's see if i do it right today hey oh there it is all right that is the deck. That's the deck with a better experience here for the show. Brooklyn Miss is here. Hi, Brooklyn Miss. Good to see you. Belated happy birthday to you, Brooklyn Miss. I hope it was an awesome one. So we just started the show. Here we go. Uh, that's me. Here comes some announcements. Usually starts with the bad news of the week. Uh, we are still supporting the Sonia Ramos at Sonia Shredder on Instagram fundraiser. She's a guitar luthier in Florida battling stage four cancer. And there's an ongoing GoFundMe to help raise money for her care and support. Please help out if you can. We're going to keep this up for a while. Keep shouting it out every week till the goals are met. And we wish you the best, Sonia. So here, here's some news here this week. Uh, of course, we have a newsletter. Sign up for that in the link in the description. Uh, it's your birthday today. Happy birthday. I thought it was yesterday. All right. I don't know what, I don't know what days are. Um, I'm kind of delirious. I'm on quite a bit of meds and I don't know where my head is at, but, uh, happy birthday to you right here, right now. Um, so sign up for a newsletter. Uh, we're on Twitch. We're on all the socials. Um, you know, we just like to mention that if you are, sick and tired of social media, you could hang out with us on our Discord or our Reddit and get a feed right to your phone or right to your computer with all our content. No social media commentary BS. Uh, you know, I think it's kind of fun. I think it's kind of fun. Uh, also, also, uh, just in terms of announcements, we lost a bunch of 
heroes this week. We always like to call some attention to some people we lost in case you missed the news. Wayne Kramer, the influential guitarist of the MC5, basically helped invent punk rock the way we know it, uh, specifically inspirational to hardcore punk. Uh, passed away at 75. Very sad. Uh, he was ill for a long time, apparently. Uh, you'd hate to see it. Um, hate to see it. Also, also, Carl Weathers, man, uh, pop culture icon, Rocky, uh, Predator, uh, a million movies. Uh, you know, guy was an inspiration, incredible, charismatic actor, handsome as hell, icon of the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Um, Happy Gilmore is another one of people love him as Chubbs and Happy Gilmore. Uh, a lot of loving tributes were posted to him. This is a tweet from Arnold Schwarzenegger posting about how much he admired Carl and loved working with him and what an incredible athlete he was. And that's Arnold, who's one of the you know finest athletes to ever do it and ever live. So I think that's I think that's pretty great. Pretty great. All right, moving on. Uh, also, Mojo Nixon. You may not know him, but uh, he was more popular about 25 years ago, 30 years ago. But really influential country music artist, Outlaw Country, which is my particular favorite brand of country music, a political activist, outspoken, still performing. He was on kind of like an Outlaw Country cruise performing this week and died on the cruise, which is terrible. Kind of reminds me of uh, when Jimmy Bain died on the Monsters of Rock cruise um, from Dio's band. Very sad. Very sad. But uh, rest in power, Mojo Nixon. And then I don't care about Toby Keith, who died this week. The big pop country star who's kind of a complete asshole. Um, I know a lot of people liked his music. It's pretty middle-of-the-road bullshit. I did like this from the hard times. This is our personal 9-11, except we can't make money from it, says Toby Keith's family in a touching tribute. Uh, Toby Keith infamously made like a 9-11 song and, uh, you know, basically to make money off a tragedy. Not great. So not a big fan, but in case you care, Toby Keith also died this week. All right. Um, so let's see. On to the features we had this week. A bunch of interviews ran this week. We are getting out our stuff from 2023 as well as kicking off our 2024 coverage. We have been. Uh, Nikki Stringfield, you know her best as the guitarist of the Iron Maidens incredible shredding lead guitarist, but also she is, uh, you know, got her own solo career. She's got a band heaven uh, below as well as her own first solo album, Apocryphia, uh, which came out last fall. And we interviewed Nikki all about her career, about how she strives to be a better songwriter and sing a little bit more in her career. Um, you know, she said a pretty funny quote about like if she felt she was a more badass singer, she would sing more and make more brutal music, but which she's totally capable of writing, but doesn't feel like she could do it vocally, which I thought was, you know, very humble and interesting. Um, but anywho, um, also, also here's Ringworm. Ringworm put out uh, an incredible album last year. And in the center, there's the man, Human Furnace, the mainstay leader of the band. And we had a long, wide ranging album breakdown with furnace guys incredible and uh if you're a big fan of the hardcore and hardcore metal you definitely know who ringworm is and you want to check out that chat we had with him 
Also, also, this ran today, Lena Scissorhands of Infected Rain. You might be watching our YouTubes because of Infected Rain. It's one of our most popular videos last year. I interviewed her a year ago for their live stream that they did, as well as their previous album and a bunch of other things. And then we followed up this week with a new interview with Lena. Their new album comes out, will be part of our New Music Friday coverage a little later in the show. Time is out on Napalm Records, and she talked all about it. So you definitely don't want to miss that interview, especially if you are a big Infected Rain fan. And also, also just getting out some of our coverage from Riot Fest last fall. The Bobby Lees were kind of, a, I think they're on a hiatus right now from touring. Uh, C Maldonado 22 is here. How you doing? Uh, Bobby Lees are this awesome kind of noise rock, punk rock band on Ipecac Records. Same label as Melvin's and... Oxbow and Faith No More and a bunch of other bands. And uh, yeah, we hung out with the Bobby Lees. We did it in a, a golf cart interview. Uh, somebody, security, we were all kind of in a, in an open press area doing interviews and a security guard parked his golf cart right where my camera set up was. So I was like, we're going to sit in the golf cart and do this interview. So it's going to be a few of those are going to show up here on the channel in the next few weeks. Bobby Lees are super fun, super cool. We talked all about what it's like to tour all over the world. And uh, I hope they do kind of uh, re recuperate and retreat and then come back maybe refreshed with some new music. They have been very vocal, including in our interview about uh, how hard it is to make money on the road and how hard it is to make money in general as a recording artist in this day and age. Uh, it's not a surprise. Hopefully I'm loud enough. I can't quite hear myself too well this week. Not sure what's going on here with the headphone setup. But anyway, uh, also, also, in addition to YouTube, we also have podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts, including the new YouTube podcast. But the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast, a lot of these video pieces of content show up as podcasts, but also we have standalone podcasts, including this week our own Tom Osman. Uh, we ran his interview from last year with Arabrot, a really cool uh, avant-garde band, uh, husband and wife duo from europe and their new album is out now on prophecy productions really killer uh you also in case you missed it last week we have the uh this the dillinger compounds here what's up dillinger compound uh in case you missed the other podcast from last week the steve and keefe power hour where i team up with our chief of reviews senior editor steve tovey and we hash it up we talk about the new albums that just came out and the forecasting the ones about to come out for february I think we're going to have some more January video content about the albums of the month coming soon this weekend. So, yeah, that's the Ghost Cult Podcast. Check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. And also, I am the co-host of the Glacially Musical Podcast, Beer, Metal, and Swearing, uh, or Seltzer now because I'm not drinking that much anymore. Uh, for the time being, we continue our series on Slayer with Haunting the Chapel and Live Undead. We're starting to get into the good stuff where Slayer really becomes Slayer. So check that out also wherever you listen to podcasts. And here on YouTube, give us a follow and a, and a uh, or something. We really need it. Also, also, uh, Heavy Business Podcast is another podcast we're a part of. Uh, it's another ghost cult joint, uh, loosely. And uh, I have been a guest on the show recently. I'll be a guest on it again. They continue to have incredible guests from around the music world to try to help you, your DIY band, your musical act, get more informed and make better choices with your life and your career. Uh, that should that's not their tagline, but it should be. That new vitriol does rip. I I agree. We're still trying to connect with those guys. They're kind of on tour. So uh also, also, as you know, there's advertising on our site. You can 
hit us up about advertising or sponsorship of these videos. We're always listening, but also we're part of the Lamb Goat Media Network, newly launched last year, and it's got a bunch of websites you probably already go to, including ours. And uh, when you see those programmatic ads all over the site, that's from Lamb Goat Media. Check them out at lgmedia.com if you're interested in advertising and hit them up. Also, also just time to shout out our affiliate partner, Sticker Mule, for all your die cut sticker needs, as well as a bunch of other stuff they have. If you sign up with the link in our bio or our description, you get $10 off your first order. We get $10 off our next order. Win-win situation. We love and use Sticker Mule for a lot of stuff. Feel free to check them out. Uh, again, I'm, I love this meme. This is my favorite meme of the year so far. It's not Slayer. It's Forward Slayer. And it's the Pope. I like this Pope. I don't like any Pope, but I like this Pope a little better than the obviously shitty, evil Pope we used to have. So they're all pretty evil. I don't know. Not a, not a religion fan, gotta say. Anyway, uh, here is the news rundown. We'll get right into it this week. Uh, we're starting with metal festivals, rock and metal festivals, how it feels entering a festival, how it feels coming out. Uh, here we go. Uh, Milwaukee Metal Fest finalized their entire festival this week, along with their pre-party, which is now official. Josta and friends joined with some superstars of metal. Uh, they added two tons of bands to the bill, uh, including Municipal Waste. Um, this is pretty surprising. Uh, Municipal Waste, Autopsy, Terrorizer, Macabre, who I have never seen. Ugh, I probably need to go to this. Nunslaughter, who is one of the best bands right now. Gate Creeper, Skeletal Remains, new album coming soon. Creeping Death, The Homies, Upon Stone, Stabbing, and a whole bunch more. Uh, tickets are on sale now. You can check it out on our site. It's actually one of the top stories on our site right now. And again, on our link tree. All right, uh, Incarceration Fest. This was no surprise. The Danny Wimmer Festivals are starting to get announced, and Incarceration Fest announced their full lineup. Uh, no surprise here. At the top, Breaking Benjamin. I never really considered them a festival headliner, but fine. Godsmack and Shinedown, so lots of butt rock. If you need the butt rock and have to have the butt rock, you got it. And... um what else? Uh, it's a pretty good lineup, I have to say. Um, Seven Dust again. You know, they seem to have a pretty good grasp on what, like, the fans want. So this is a pretty... I was just looking at this. So, yeah, Breaking Benjamin, Godsmack, Shinedown, Hailstorm, Bad Omens, Offspring, Chevelle, new album coming soon. I Prevail, some news about them soon. Parkway Drive, they rarely get to America. Uh, Machine Head, Bad Wolves, Biohazard. The Biohazard's everywhere in 2024. Waiting on that new music. Vail Maya, Mushroom Head, After the Burial, Attack, Attack. El Nino, Vampires Everywhere, Fun Band, a little underrated. Kill Switch Engage, new album supposed to be coming later this year. Hollywood Undead, Seven Dust, as I mentioned. Filter, As I Lay Dying, Fit for a King, All Shall Perish. News about them in a second. Casey Estrange, Chelsea Grin. Dropkick Murphys, Sleeping with Sirens, Skillet, Shadows Fall. So lots of variety. Stabbing Westward, Cold, Brand of Sacrifice, Era, I See Stars. 
and a bunch of other bands. Peyton Parrish, who's starting to grow and, and get a big glow up. So, yeah, kind of fun, kind of a fun festival. Incarceration Fest taking place this July. Uh, yep. Fallen Stars Band is here. It is a good lineup, right? I, who wouldn't want to go? I'd want to go. Post Fest, if you like the post rock and post metal uh, terminology that confuses and infuriates our co owner, Omar Cordy, who doesn't like any blank hyphen genre name, but especially post metal and post rock, he's been pretty critical of those. Kind of funny to me. Uh, this takes place in Indianapolis every summer. Headline this year by Caspian. This will destroy you if these trees could talk the ocean. And so I watch you from afar into it over it. Night versus sleep makes waves. Sparta, Maserati, resin. A little more psychedelic stoner rock. But uh, yeah, man. So City of Caterpillar, Devs Beneath Us, Casket Lottery, West Meets West, Black Sea. Uh, great, great faults. Uh, you know, what a, what a killer, what a killer lineup this is. The tickets are on sale now at thepostfestival.com. Just in case you need to know. I love the ocean. One of my favorite bands. Uh, Redwood Metal Fest right in my backyard in the sort of, uh, upstate Northern California, Ukiah, California. Um, uh, a waltz in violence is very clever Bay Area metal references, right? Toxic waltz in violence, right? Uh, Nivian, which features Norman Skinner of Forbidden, Schizo, Negative Six, Hellbender, uh, Angerhead, Frolic, Unprovoked, Jellyfish Method, Parabellum. These are some killer bands. I wonder if they're going to add some more, but even if they don't, this is a fantastic lineup. Um, Again, upstate Northern California, not quite the Bay Area, out of the Bay Area, but looks pretty great, I have to say. Also, also, Outbreak Festival, this is taking place in England. Uh, we'll be talking a bit about this already, but, you know, kind of uh, alternative rock, punk rock, and some other things. So JPEG Mafia, Flatbush Zombies on Friday. Basement is the headliner on Saturday, but the Saturday lineup is nuts. Angel Dust, Balance and Composure, Ceremony, Chat Pile, Fiddlehead, Gouge Away, Harm's Way, Higher Power, who just signed to Nuclear Blast Records, Hot Mulligan, I've seen live, Jive Bomb, Incendiary, Joyce Manor, Mannequin Pussy, Mind Force. This is like the all-star lineup. Nothing playing all of Guilty of Everything, their incredible album. We gave it a 10 of 10, I think, 10 years ago. Uh, Poison the Well, Show Me the Body, Soccer Mommy, Killer, uh, So Much Fun, Teenage Wrist, uh, The World is a Beautiful Place and I Am No Longer Afraid to Die, That's a Mouthful. Thursday, playing All of War is the Time and Full Collapse, Touche Amore, and many more. So that is a fun festival that is taking place in Manchester, UK where we've covered a lot of things uh, coming up in June, late June. That was just announced, the full lineup of that festival. Uh, Space Cadet is here. Hey, Bob is here. We got some people here. Uh, yep, yep, yep. May the Force Be With You is here on TikTok. If you got a fun screen name, I'm going to just give you a shout-out. Uh, we were talking about this last week, Berserkus Festival, the very first festival ever from Zach Wilde of Black Label Society, Zach Sabbath, Ozzy Osbourne. His first debut ever festival is on sale now, uh, co-headlined by Black Label Society and Cody Jinks, along with Clutch 
and a bunch of other bands. You can get those tickets now. That's going to take place in the Poconos next year. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Uh, Metal Tennessee Metal Dev- Devastation Fest. Sorry about that. Tennessee Metal Devastation Fest has announced their 2024 dates. That's October 5th in Jackson, Tennessee. This is the festival that infamously sparked a satanic panic in Eastern Tennessee, where they gave permits to the band to the festival. They knew the name of it. They knew all the bands playing. They knew the background of the people putting it on who are local residents of Jackson or thereabouts. And then the town was like, how are we letting these satanic metal bands play our city? Because you took the money for the permits, you dicks. So, you know, we like anything that's, uh, you know, Oh, Death to All, it's coming up, man. We're going to talk about it in a second when we start the, doing the tour dates. I'm very pumped for that, too. Um, although Cryptopsy may be in some trouble. We'll talk about that also. Uh, unrelated to metal, but interesting to me, the National Cannabis Festival, headlined by Wu-Tang Clan, Redman, and Thundercat, former suicidal tendencies bassist and now rapper and actor Thundercat. Uh, kind of fun. Uh, I think it's fun. I think it's, this is a fun festival. I'd go to that. I'd go. Set It Off Festival is taking place in Louisiana uh, with the homies Capra and a bunch of other killer bands. Capra touring all over the place this year. Super stoked for them. All right, that's all the festivals. Now it's time for the concerts and concert news. So this is usually where we do this kind of stuff. Uh, Setting the World on Fire. Sleep Token already booked a North American tour. Now they booked arenas in Europe, especially the UK. This is a matter of time before Sleep Token is doing I've never seen a band like even Ghost or Event Sevenfold. It took them 10 years, 15 years to become like theaters, amphitheaters, arenas. And Sleep Token is going from clubs to theaters to big festivals. Not quite a festival headliner yet. But the next thing up is they're doing Red Rocks. They're playing major festivals. And then they're going to do They're going to jump to arenas. It's crazy. Uh, I think Sleep Token's awesome. They're not for everybody like Ghost. Uh, if it's not your cup of tea, move on and listen to the stuff that you do love. And if you don't love them, that's fine too. No one gives a shit. All right. ACDC is finally teasing their long-expected world tour. There already been some leaks. The mayor of uh, Berlin leaked out that ACDC was going to be coming to a soccer stadium there. So it's a foregone conclusion we're going to get an, an announcement Monday morning that ACDC is booking a huge world tour. We don't know who is on drums, and we don't know who is on bass. Uh, Cliff Williams has said he is definitely not going to participate. He had retired, unretired to do the Power Trip Festival, which was ACDC's first gig back in October at the big Power Trip Festival with Judas Priest and Metallica and Iron Maiden and Guns N' Roses and Tool. And um, they've had their drum tech, Matt Hogg, or Haug, on drums, uh, you know, but there's like always a revolving door who is going to be the drummer. So Phil Rudd thinks he's coming back. Doesn't seem like it. Um, Chris Slade, probably not coming back. Simon Wright, definitely not coming back. So we'll see if it's probably going to be Matt if I had to, if I was a betting person. Oxide is here. What's up, homies? Good to see you. Miss you. Let me know when your next show is um, for your, for Oxide or Connoisseur. Let me know. We'll be there. So ACDC booking a tour. Probably going to announce this whole tour on Monday. 
Uh, Machine Head canceled their show tonight in Boston due to illness in their crew. Don't know how that affects the rest of the tour. They are on tour with Fear Factory, Orbit Culture, and Gates to Hell. We saw that show here in San Francisco. Unbelievable lineup. Great show. Uh, hopefully somebody in their camp gets well soon. Must be pretty serious if they cancel the whole show. Hope everybody's okay. They did not say who was out. By popular demand, somehow Creed, which had already sold out two cruises, which had never been done before, has now added additional dates to their long-expected headline reunion shows with Three Doors Down and Mammoth WVH. Um, I did not have... I knew Creed was going to make a comeback, so I can't say I didn't have it on my card, my bingo card, but... uh, Selling out shows and having to book additional shows there because it's so popular. I'm a little surprised. Just going to throw it out there. I'm a little surprised. This is the big one. This kind of this was one of the bigger pieces of news this week that Lamb of God and Mastodon, they started teasing uh, the Ashes of Leviathan tour. Uh, Ashes of the Wake, 20 years old this year from Lamb of God. Leviathan, really the first major album from Mastodon, 20 years old this year. Uh, direct support is going to come from Kerry King. We're going to talk about the new Kerry King song in a bit, as well as Malevolence with Unearth on select dates, which I think is also great for them. So let me know if you're going to the Lamb of God Mastodon tour. We had a lot of Lamb of God is on tour right now, opening for Pantera. We had Mastodon and Gojira the last few years, and Mastodon and Opet the years before that. And now we have Lamb of God and Mastodon together. Uh, I think that's a that's a real fun tour. Uh, speaking of Death Clock, we covered the Baby Clock Tour. Piercing Metal is here. Metal Kevin is here. Uh, Emma Emerson, 25, is here. Good to see everybody. we got a nice little crowd here on socials. Thank you so much for being here. Um, the Death Clock Tour is coming. Uh, Death Clock, hugely successful tour with Baby Metal. We covered that. And now this is the... Uh, Dragon, Death Clock, Dragon Force, and Necrogoblicon. I cannot think of three more evenly matched bands. What a what a killer lineup. I don't love, I don't sit around and listen to Dragon Force like a lot, some people do. But um, I don't know if you do, I don't. But uh, they're, they're fun live, you know? They're fun live. Yeah, uh, Mastodon and Gojira in Chile was insane. No, Naldo there. Uh, yeah, we saw Mastodon and Gojira here in California, and it was nuts. And we covered the tour elsewhere, too. In, um, I want to say upstate New York, maybe. Maybe. But I had Death Clock, Dragon Force. Uh, Crosses dropped a new video and announced even more tour dates. They're kicking off an American tour next month, but they have announced... European and UK tour dates, as well as festivals. They're also going to open some arena shows for Avenged Sevenfold next summer. Uh, Cross's last album was phenomenal, was in the Ghost Cult Top 20 for the year of 2023. Big fan here. And I'm looking forward to going to see them about a month from today here in uh, the Bay Area in Oakland. So I'm looking forward to it. I love Chino and anything they do. Uh Otep and Doyle have a co-headline tour coming up soon, and they have added a new date, and probably more dates are coming soon. Very exciting for that tour. Super pumped. I think it's hitting the West Coast in April. KMFDM just dropped their new album, Let Go, and they announced a huge U.S. tour. 
Uh, KMFDM, one of the longest running best industrial metal bands for the last 35 years. Pretty great band. Pretty great. Pretty, pretty, pretty great. Uh, Steel Panther has added additional on the Prowl dates. These guys continue to sell out uh, every night of the tour, every week, every year. Uh, I think we're still waiting on a new album from them. Nothing yet, but probably. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, I try to I try to go live. You know, like I will just say uh, Brooklyn Miss says, uh, love it when we go live from the shows. So I want to be present and in the moment and enjoy the shows, but also like I do feel like, it, you know, if you, you film a, like one song here and one song there for your different socials and then you enjoy the rest of the show, it's okay. I don't understand people that watch the whole show through their phone. It's kind of dumb. I don't know. Do those, do you, if you want, if you're watching this, do you record entire shows or whole 20, 30 minutes on your phone, killing your battery? And then you go home. Do you watch this on your TV or your computer? Or you just watch it on your phone. Oh, here was the show I was at. I'm, you know, like, do you relive it? Because I feel like no one does this. I feel like people record stuff at a compulsion because they see everyone else do it, and then they never watch it again. But I do try to post when I go to a show. I might. I think I'm going to Green Jello tomorrow, so I may do some video from there. I think that'll be fun. They don't tour. They tour regularly, but I haven't seen them in a long time. So I will probably do at least one song from there. Yep, just a song or two. Just a song or two. Uh, Chatpile, who also announced a new record, they have announced a bunch of tour dates of Europe. This, uh, but specifically, this looks like the UK poster. Pretty exciting. Chatpile on the Flenser label here in the Bay Area. Killer band, very underground, hardcore, black metal Sometimes death metal, sometimes thrash, sometimes punk. Sick band. Couple of songs is okay. Nah, maybe just one song I like or two. Word, metal Kevin. Thank you for being here. Uh, this is fun. This is the Fudanati event by DC Sound Attack in the UK. And it's mostly a music-related festival. There's a charity element. And I think one of the featured hosts is going to be Andy Whale, who used to be in Bolt Thrower. Uh, I just think this is awesome. This is just great when people use their platform to do stuff. Uh, Piercing Metal, when I saw Kiss, you did capture a couple of tracks. And they are. I saw one of them, Ken, uh, Piercing Metal NYC. Go to his channel when you're done watching our show. And if you want to see those final farewell Kiss videos from the last Kiss show or two, uh, yeah, it's definitely worth watching. Um, you know, I'm part of me is it was time for them to go and hang it up, and there's part of me that's sad. Little kid in me is sad, but like ultimately, I saw Kiss for like 10 minutes a year and a half ago, two years ago, and it was not good. And it was time for them to, they were getting long in the tooth musically. If you even, you're, if even I'm a fan and I was like, I don't want to see this. So, anyhow, uh, Filter has announced a huge run of tour dates. They just got announced on the second leg of the Freaks on Parade tour. We talked about that last week with Alice Cooper, Rob Zombie, and Ministry. And now they're booking their own headline tour of Europe. I think it's their first tour of Europe in ages. So a lot of people have been waiting to see them. Their new album, The Algorithm, very underrated for 2023. My interview with Richard Patrick went all viral thanks to Blabbermouth and a bunch of other people, Filter fans supporting us. Thank you if you're one of those people. I really appreciate it. A little love for our interviews. We talked about the well, four or five new interviews we put out this week. Uh, so, I mean, like it's our first big week of the year uh, to really release a but We just bombed the interviews out there. I hope you all enjoyed them. Uh, this is 
the tour poster for Hidden Mothers and Copes or Copsy. Um, brief UK tour starting up next week with very cool opening bands, Healing Wound, Still in Love, They Live, We Sleep. So this Hidden Mother is a very cool band from Europe. We're big fans of them, UK band. Uh, Tenacious D has announced further dates. They're their never-ending world tour, the Spicy Meatball Tour. It's like some Indiana Jones tribute, but it's a meatball, and poor Kyle Gass in his underwear is squished to the meatball. Australia, New Zealand happening in July. Uh, I think that's their winter. So if they're going to go down to the other end of the world, that's the best time. Uh, Dillinger Compound says, I usually agree with filming for one or two songs. Yes, filming the whole Dillinger final set. That's different. That's the fi that's the final show ever. It's the same thing with Kiss. I just feel like if you are in a small room or a theater and you're filming the whole show or you're just watching through your phone, you're not really in the moment. I was at two of the last three ever Dillinger shows. I know they're coming back in June and I know people are going to video those shows because it's Dimitri for whole album performances of calculating infinity. Uh, I, you know, I get it, but I don't always get it. I don't always get it. I don't know. Uh, all right. Municipal waste, the brain squeeze tour. We're talking a lot about this kicks off next week with ghoul Necron and dead heat. We have some more news coming soon about, Necrot and Tank Crimes, the label. Also, also, if you need your black metal fix, here is the uh, tour. Abigail's, the Japanese black metal band, is going back to Europe along with uh, Perpetual Warfare and our homies in Black Mass. Shout out to Alex, the drummer. He's a longtime friend to the channel and the show. Looking forward to maybe a new Black Mass album. I don't think they've had one in a minute. Also, also, uh, this is a very cool underrated band uh, from New York, Prostitution. Their Western Extravagance Tour 2024 is coming in April. I do believe they are in my town when I'm not here. But if you have been a West Coast fan, they've got Brooklyn and then a bunch of California and Pacific Northwest dates. So Prostitution 666 on all the socials if you want more info. Very cool very cool metal band. You definitely want to check them out. Um, yeah, man, I, I agree. Like something like the Dillinger set is fine. Like you're going to go enjoy that. You know, that's, that's enjoyable at least, you know? All right. Uh, Wayfarer who put out one of the best albums last year of 2023, they have announced a big headline tour. Also exciting stuff. Very cool. Good to see you. Love to see it. Killer band. Jane's Addiction that had already announced a huge tour of the world has added additional dates. We're still waiting on a new Jane's Addiction album. I do believe we're getting at least an album or an EP or some kind of release in 2024. So people are extremely pumped for both Jane's Addiction and Porno for Pyro. So we're kind of resuscitated bands back from the dead. From numerous breaks up breakups. Brian, you may not know Brian Sella by his name, but you might know his emo punk band, The Front Bottoms, kind of acoustic punk rock band. He has booked a solo headline tour. Uh, it's not his first, but it's his first in a while. So definitely worth checking out. Also, Leather Leone. You know how much we love the heavy metal legend Leather Leone. She lives here in the Bay Area now. I interviewed her last year for her new solo album. She has announced a We Are the Chosen Brazilian headline tour. I believe one of the guitar players in her band is Brazilian, and so it makes a lot of sense to go down to South America and Brazil and play. Very cool. 
Grindcore Mike is here. What's up, Grindcore Mike? Uh, not quite Grindcore, but a very crusty band. This is Knight, also from the Bay Area here, is doing a brief tour around their appearance at the Hell's Heroes Festival in Houston next month. So they have booked uh, Los Angeles and Las Vegas, as well as Costa Mesa and Palmdale. I have been to Palmdale. It's right next to Pasadena in the Los Angeles area. And I bet that's the same the old time tavern where they have all the cool metal shows. I've seen, I've seen a couple of bands there quite a, quite an enjoyable experience. So night is killer. Uh, just a reminder that this big ass tour is coming up soon. A Marth, cannibal corpse, obituary and a frozen soul. Uh, cannibal corpse dropped a new video this week. And uh, if you watched the episode to start the year that we did before my little hiatus, with my health issues, I had unboxed the uh, the Cannibal Corpse Beheaded Brewing Cold Brew and Coffee Pack. I think I actually still have the box right here. I still have the box. Look at this. Just to show it off again one more time. Very cool, very cool. This is terrific. I highly recommend this. I got a bag of coffee from them. I drank the can of cold brew, and it came with a cool sticker. Uh, you love to see the collabs. So congrats to Cannibal Corpse. Still kind of breaking new ground and new frontiers. World Peace is doing a huge tour. Dude, I love World Peace. I think we had them in the show last week. I'm a big World Peace fan. They played it over here uh, this last year. I caught that show. Also, also, here's Death to All. Uh, the Death to All tour was announced today as we record this. And uh, if you're watching this over the weekend on the rebroadcast, there you go. Death to All, the Scream of Perseverance tour with special guest Cryptopsy. Now, this hasn't really gone widely public yet, but this is kind of very interesting. So they announced this tour. And, you know, by all accounts, everybody is stoked for Cryptopsy to open for Death to All. Cryptopsy, hugely inspired by Death, uh, and as Death is the grandfather of many death metal bands. Uh, but unfortunately, Cryptopsy was already booked to play Maryland Death Fest during this time. And now they've added a date with Death to All that conflicts with that tour. And it was an exclusive appearance. And apparently, uh, they didn't tell Maryland Death Fest that they were booking a conflicting date. So I don't know what's going to happen there. But, you know, Maryland Death Fest, we love those guys. Uh, they they took a year off last year. They're back this year. I don't know if it's the last one ever and probably not. But it definitely seems like they're going to do less of them in the future. So I think it's going to be a very special Maryland Death Fest this year, more special than maybe any other, the 20th. And yeah, I wouldn't, you know, those guys are generally regarded as like well-liked good guys, and I wouldn't want to perceive to double-cross them. I love Cryptopsy. I'm not, we don't have all the information, but uh, I saw some info go by that Maryland Death Fest was unhappy that Cryptopsy announced this tour. Just putting it out there. All right, that's all the festivals. Now it's time for the that's all the festivals, that's all the tour dates, all the what offs. Now it's time for the major news stories of the week. I'm gonna blast through this to the end of the show. Let's go. It's Saturday, Nine Dead, Word, Word, and Knights of the Abyss. Oh, that's killer, Santa Ana. Man, like you know, I love living in Northern California. Sometimes I do wish I lived in that closer to LA so I could make some of these shows in Santa Ana and Anaheim and Palmdale and Costa Mesa and occasionally you know sometimes there's hardcore shows that kind of pop up here and there i kind of wish i was down there uh nine dead is killer i know the i know that band i'm not sure i'm not familiar with knights of the abyss or cephalotripsy 
Cephalotripsy. That's a cool name. Probably is some kind of illness, right? But all right, major news stories of the week. This is crazy. Ship rocked was last weekend. Uh, might might just be ending now or tomorrow. And they went to go dock in Jamaica. And the boat, because of high winds or something, pilot error perhaps, I don't know for sure, crashed into the pier and damaged the boat and broke the pier, literally smashed the pier to where they could not dock. So then this is kind of wild. Like maybe a good portion of the fans on the boat were at the resort having an excursion day or a day off at the resort. And they had to pull the boat back out to sea for safety while some people were still on the boat. Fans are still on the boat. Crew is on the boat. Bands are on the boat. Um, And then fans were just left there at the resort waiting to get back on the boat that wasn't there because they had to determine if the dock could even be used and were they going to dock somewhere else. And in the meantime, it's storming. It's windy. It's rainy. Some fans waited up to eight hours with no shelter or food. Nothing could be done. Now I'm going to say, I'm not trying to judge them. No Escuela grind. Yeah, we've been pumping Escuela grind for weeks. So I would say, and we talked about uh, uh, Ekaterina getting her neck injury at a show uh, diving into the crowd. So we've been pumping, we've been bumping them up for a while. Uh, and we love that EP death metal. We love this whale grind. Pretty cool, pretty cool band. Uh, so yeah, man, I'm just going to say that like 10 years ago, I worked in the cruise industry and I would I, obviously look, these are like, you don't even, I don't know if you're aware of this, if you've ever been on a music cruise or any kind of cruise, these giant cruise ships cost billions of dollars, basically. And there's not like, you know, if you're in a major city and a train goes out of service, another train comes along or another bus comes along or your Uber cancels, you can get another one. You can't just pull up another cruise ship and fill it up with thousands of people. It's just not possible. So I'm sure they didn't sail the boat if it wasn't 100% safe. But in my past experience, if a boat like this crashed into a pier or a dock, that boat is immediately taken out of service to do surveys on and struggle. You know, they had like flown an engineer in to survey the boat and they deemed it safe. I'm not, uh, we love Shiprock. We've been on Shiprock. Ghost Call covered the first couple of them. Shout out to my dude, Rick Triana, who was there a few times. But uh, uh, how would you feel about getting back on a boat that crashed? I know people, if your car is in a car crash, you don't get back in the car and drive away. Uh, you know, it'd be a little concerning. Just, I'm not trying to, you know, shame them. I'm just saying, like, uh, the cruise was apparently awesome. Some bands were missed and then rebooked themselves. Uh, there was a funny video going around of Scene Queen, whose set got caught, caught, you know, cut off or canceled because of the boat mishap. And then she got on the PA to the whole boat. I am going back on stage live now. I think that's great. Scene Queen's fun. Scooter is here. What's up, Scooter? Good. Uh, yeah, I just don't, uh, I wouldn't get back on the boat. I'm just saying, that's me. Let me know if you would. I wouldn't. Metallica. You know every week there's some Metallica, something going on. As you know, the Grammys were this weekend. A lot of Grammys uh, debate going on. You know that rock and metal is not really part of the broadcast anymore for the most part. Um, Metallica won the only Grammy for metal, which was metal best metal performance, which is just for metal songs. You know the Grammys are a popularity contest. They're not going to represent like suffocation or underground bands, they are who they are, right? They're a popularity contest for the mainstream. Metallica's the most popular band in rock or heavy metal, maybe ever, uh, you know, ever. So, you know, 
They won for the song 72 Seasons, the title track of their album. They beat out Disturbed. They beat out Ghost doing an Iron Maiden cover. They beat out Slipknot for kind of a throwaway track. And uh, they beat out Spirit Box, who a lot of people felt should have won, and uh, which was really interesting. Robert Trujillo came and accepted the award on behalf of the rest of the band. The uh, band's on a break right now, so they're gleefully spending some time apart before they get back on the road in about 10 more weeks. And um, Death X Noise is here. What's up, Death X Noise or Death Noise? Um, and we got a couple of people still watching over on the TikTok. Good to see all of you. Thanks for being here. Uh, so Metallica wins the Grammy. The rest of the Grammys for rock went to either Paramore or Boy Genius now and alternative rock and things like that. Uh, Paramore's comeback record was like really celebrated. And I think they're an important and good band. Personally, I hated that record. I didn't think it was good. I felt like if you're going to come back after a long break and put a new record out with a lot of hype, that record should live up to some kind of hype and be you know, a good record. Boy Genius, probably not for anybody watching this channel. We did cover that record. That is the super group from Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy Dacus, and Julian Baker, all on their own independent indie rock, alternative rock artists and icons. And then they came together to make a super group to make an EP. And I appreciate that they won and they seemed like it was like a big gas to them to win. But uh, I don't know, it just feels like giving them an award because they're a big name group. But then also, also, uh, you know, the big story was Tracy Chapman, who's very reclusive and doesn't perform anymore, coming out and doing her song Fast Car with Luke Combs, who had a big hit with her cover this week. This was a big talk of the internet. Um, you know, super thrilled for Tracy to get flowers uh, for a song that is, you know, from the late 80s, early 90s. Great, great song. Uh, I'm not a big familiar with Luke Combs person, but, uh, you know, Good for Tracy and good for people. Uh, people are saying they want to see this be a single or even an album. Slow down. I don't necessarily want a whole album of Luke Combs doing Tracy Chapman's music. That's just me. Uh, but other bands that were at the Grammys and didn't win, Slipknot, here's Clown kind of covering his face. Uh, Clown showed up. Uh, this is pretty cool. Uh, all of Slipknot showed up. There's another picture I don't have. We don't own this photo, by the way. This is on the Grammy website. Uh, there's another photo of Slipknot with their spouses. This is like half a Slipknot V-Man and uh, Clown and uh, Michael Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer and a few other people. Uh, and there was another show with all their uh, like wives and spouses and girlfriends. And they had Paul Gray's daughter uh, who was with them as a guest, which is pretty neat. Paul Gray's daughter was too when Paul died. Left Hand Black Band is here. What's up, Left Hand Black? Um, and also Jay Weinberg was also invited to the Grammys. He was there with his partner, his girlfriend, uh, would be fun if they had one and then all had to go up together to accept the award and whether Jay would be, you know, how they would treat Jay, who is not, you know, kicked out of the band basically at the end of the year. Uh, and then speaking of Metallica and spirit box, this is wild. A fan like, uh, sarcastically posted that spirit box would be mad that Metallica beat them. They didn't say this. This fan sarcastically put this, but he kind of wrote it in a way where it wasn't obvious that they didn't say it themselves. And then people started to be like, oh my God, I can't believe Spirit Box clapping on Metallica. Good for them. Bad on them. Spirit Box had to answer an internet tweet from a rando that they didn't say anything bad about Metallica. They were honored to lose to Metallica. Sometimes social media goes too far. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's just right on point. 
like that Toby Keith meme. And sometimes it's not. So just saying. Anyway, on to some stuff. You know, it's the time of the year when new albums are getting announced. And so Necrot has announced their brand new album, Super Stoked, arguably going to be one of the most anticipated death metal albums of the whole year. That's coming out on Tank Crimes. Pre-orders are live now. There's a new single out everywhere now. Uh, killer, killer band. We've been waiting for this for a long time. And uh, yeah, Necrot, Necrot, Oakland, black metal, basically. Black and death metal. Very cool. Uh, once again, last week we were talking about Jason Momoa's show on Max on the Rome, and we told you that his theme song is Wherever I May Roam by Metallica or an edited down version. Um, yeah, they're not for everybody. I think Spirit Box is awesome. Um, Spirit Box features former members of I Wrestle the Bear Ones, which was like a huge hype band for 10 years. They just never broke through commercially, but they were a pretty big band on Century Media. Spirit Box is managed by Rock Nation, owned by Jay-Z. Spirit Box is on a what amounts to uh, imprint of a major label, a smaller sub-label of a major label. They have some of the best PR in the world on both sides of the Atlantic. And personally, I think they're great. And obviously, you know, one of these sort of modern bands that got bigger because of YouTube and uh, Courtney LaPlante's vocal videos and one-take run-throughs of songs and her vocal ability, but the band is killer. We're big fans. I'd like to get to interview them again. We interviewed them before their record, Eternal Blue, came out two years ago. They since put a new record out. But On the Roam by Jason Momoa finally had his episode with his homeboy Slash, as well as featured a visit to the Gibson Guitar Lab that fans do not get to go to. Only luthiers and guitarists and bands can go in. And they let him in the room. I, I, if you love guitars, right, you want to watch Jason Momoa walk into the lab where they make these the custom shop for Gibson in the whole world with their finest guitar makers. And he ran around the room like a little kid. And the head guitar guy of all of Gibson said, dude, please don't scratch anything or run around like that. Everything in here is delicate and irreplaceable. Please don't break anything. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm in the guitar lab. It was pretty, it's adorable. Jason Moe is adorable. He's a big metal fan. You know, he's got a lot of videos of him at Metallica, Pantera. Uh, we were talking about interviewing the Bobby Lees earlier. He was at one of their shows. He loves them and retweeted them on Instagram trying to help them. So, yeah, they're not for everybody, Scooter. Just may not be your cup of tea. Uh, metalcore, Deathcore, Death Metal Prague, uh, Spirit Box, just not for everybody. But cheers to Jason Momoa for having Slash. And his Slash, like, uh, he, uh, you know, gave, gave Slash a replica guitar and uh, got to hold Slash's guitar. It's pretty crazy, including his number one gold top that he doesn't really play anymore from the User Illusion days. Uh, Bill Fedman is here. I think that's correct. I hope I said that right, Bill. Uh I don't know if you need one more version of Dark Side of the Moon, but uh, last year was the 50th anniversary of Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd, arguably one of the greatest albums, inarguably one of the greatest albums of all time. Pink Floyd is my favorite band ever, 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 ever. Pink Floyd, as much as I love metal and all kinds of metal, I love Pink Floyd. Uh, Dark Side of the Moon has got a new version printed on like a UV, so it looks like the prism from the cover uh, with some expanded uh, details and other tchotchkes and things that come with the set that is on sale right now from pinkfloyd.com just fun to see 
This is more interesting for folks uh, that found us from Europe. Kerrang! is shutting down or has shut down Kerrang! TV. used to be kind of their version of Headbangers Ball on cable. I think it's Sky Network, if I'm not mistaken, and it's uh, gone dark. Uh, When I was over in Europe, I watched a bunch of Scuzz TV. Scuzz was also kind of like a Headbangers Ball, MTV, Europe kind of thing that always had rock and metal and huge concerts and fan into like interactions and contest winners and all kinds of things. Kerrang TV, Kerrang the magazine. I haven't really looked at or Kerrang the website in many years, but apparently Kerrang TV was well-loved and was a spotlight for underground bands as well as commercial bands. So that's a bummer if that's gone. Uh, This is the poster. We were talking about this the last few weeks, Infectious Grooves. I don't have a photo of the band yet, but the new band of Infectious Grooves, the new lineup featuring Mike Muir and Dean Pleasance from Suicidal, along with Dave Kushner from Velvet Revolver, Robert Trujillo from Metallica on bass, and Jay Weinberg, formerly of Slipknot. Jay posted video of them rehearsing. wasn't with sound, but it was like a collage of photos and videos of them jamming. And uh, he said that so far the rehearsals are going incredible for the comeback of Infectious Grooves. I'm pumped. I hope it gets to America. So far, it's just one show in California and Australia and maybe New Zealand, maybe, and Japan. But other than that, nothing. So I'm really hopeful that this becomes like a U.S. tour. I don't know if the time will allow. Uh, Trujillo obviously is going on the road with Metallica, so that would be kind of tough. All right. Uh, Shinedown put out a new live video of the and a new single of their track a symptom of being human from their last album shinedown is in the studio right now finishing their new album uh always you know there we mentioned them earlier they're uh gonna be at incarceration as a headliner they're probably headlining a bunch of festivals this year as they drop another album pretty much shinedown tour record tour record tour every couple of years so very consistent uh, bring back the battle vest, Omar Cordy says. Battle vest is hanging up. I don't have that angle anymore. My my, you've been to my house and my new apartment. I moved apartments in the same building over the summer, and now I used to have the vest behind me on the wall. Now I have the opposite angle, so I don't have this angle anymore. But um, I'll bring the vest back. I'll bring back. If you look at the at the uh, covers, it's on there. Covers are on there. All right. Uh, Just once again, a reminder, next week is Valentine's Day. I don't give a shit about Valentine's Day. But if you do, or if you're just into self-love, Ghost has re-released their adult toys line of uh, dildo, butt plug, and candle, uh, as well as a bunch of merch. A lot of bands are doing a Valentine's Day sale. Metallica already started one. I I don't care. I don't get it, but, you know, anyway, I don't need every single thing commercialized and commoditized, but that's just me. That's just my two cents. We're almost done, folks. Uh, We did the full album stream this week of the band Lone Kodiak, and uh, this is a really killer, killer band. If We Have a Future is streaming everywhere right now. If you go check it out, streaming on our site. Uh, It was a lot of fun to put that premiere out. Really killer, up-and-coming band. Um, again, kind of alternative rock post hardcore. I know Omar doesn't like post anything, not post Malone, not post metal, not post hardcore ghost cult condoms next year. That's not a bad idea. Um, ribbed for her pleasure. Magnum. I don't know. We'll have to talk about it. Uh, so here's the other big news. You know, one of the other big stories of the week, Carrie King, Carrie King dropped his debut single. Finally, all the details were revealed. 
Uh, here's some more drama. Um, Carrie King, uh, Idle Hands, the first single from the upcoming new album, his solo debut. He had said previously he thought Slayer ended too early at the end of 2019. Put out the song, announced his whole band, which features not the long-predicted Gary Holt and Philip Anselmo, but instead features Mark Asageda of Death Angels. He's still in Death Angel, but he's going to do the vocals on this album and any touring. Mark Asageda is the vocalist. Kerry King on guitar. Paul Bostaff on drums. And uh, Troy Sanders, the... Uh, um, not Troy Sanders. That's that's Mastodon. Troy Sanders' brother uh, is actually the bassist from uh, Blood Simple and a bunch of other bands. Hell yeah! Um, so yeah, um, yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing. Carrie has been giving a lot of interviews. I, I would hope that we will get an interview with Carrie. I'm not sure if we're big enough to get one. We never did interview Slayer. Um, I have met members of Slayer, but never interviewed them. And the two revelations that Kerry dropped all kinds of hammers. He said that uh, Dave Lombardo is dead to him ever since quitting the band the last time uh, in 2006. Kyle Sanders. Thank you, Omar. If you're interested, Kyle Sanders is the bassist of uh, Kerry King's band. Just Kerry King. Uh, Lombardo is dead to him. He would never talk to him or play with him ever again, which is really sad. Uh, so if you were thinking maybe Slayer could come back, probably not. Uh, if you want really good information about, if you want really good information about the breakup of Slayer and the whole career of Slayer, I can't recommend it enough. I definitely unboxed it here on the show in the past. The DX Ferris Slayer book, which has a new edition out right now with limited edition covers. I'm hoping to interview DX at some point for either of my podcasts or both. And he really, his latest podcast episode, The Slayer Podcast, which basically is him telling stories from the book, the, the stories of the book to in a podcast form. He tells the exact story about Dave Lombardo and why he couldn't, he, you know, bailed on Slayer. Uh, and then the other thing is, Carrie King said that he hasn't even talked to Tom Arias since they walked off stage. They didn't say goodbye, they didn't hug, and they have never texted even, not a phone call, not a text, nothing, not even through lawyers. You know, Slayer is still a business. They still sell merch. They still sell things. They still they still put out things. And he has not talked to Tom Araya in five years almost, four and a half years. Slayer's never coming back, folks. Just done, done, done. I can't see. Even if the money was like some Pantera. Yes, Phil Demel on lead guitar, who we love. And uh, Phil Demel, we talked about this late last week, announced his permanent departure from violence but it wasn't really it just coincidentally happened the same day as uh the same day as carrie king's uh announcement this week so yeah just kind of coincidentally happened it's not phil's fault he played his final show with violence last sunday in south america they were on tour with x order and then yeah uh phil demo who we you know we love him he said anyway he was going to do less touring you know carrie right now only has a handful of things booked the, obviously, the uh, Lamb of God Mastodon tour is like 30, 40 dates and some festivals. I don't know that Kerry King at 58 years old is going to go tour, you know, 150 days in a year. But anything's possible. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of Kerry King drama. Uh, here's the Ghost Inside, new single, new album coming soon. Love those guys. Would love to interview them and never have. Fantastic band. 
Um, Melvin's, this is some wild shit. Melvin's, who put out basically a new record every single year, have announced their new album, Tarantula Heart, Tarantula Heart coming this spring from Epicac Recordings. We talked about that label earlier. And every couple, you know, every year, Melvin's basically come up with a new kind of weird lineup to do their to do their stuff. So this new lineup of Melvin's for this album is Gary Chester on guitar, Stephen McDonald on bass, as he's been the bassist for a long time. Dale Crover. Uh, Dale had a spinal surgery last year. I don't know where he's at with his recovery. Um, the Carrie King song is just okay. Scooter. I assume you talked about the Carrie song, not the Melvin song, but I will tell you that um, I was very surprised at the amount of hate and dislike for the Slayer song. For the for the Carrie King song, it sounds like Slayer. It sounds like Repentless. I like that album. I'm the one person that gave it a good review in the whole world. Not a great review, but a good review. Um, and I didn't. Th I thought it was a decent record. And a lot of people think the song is pretty mid. I mean, you know, Carrie was the least adventurous of him and Jeff in terms of songwriting. So I don't know. I I kind of got what I expected. It's the same thing like Metallica. I know what sixty year old Metallica sounds like. I know what they play like live. I know what record to expect from them. I enjoyed uh, 72 seasons more than most people. Um, but again, was it the absolute best metal record of the year? Actually, no. But Melvin's, this lineup is killer. And this lineup also features, like I said, Gary Chester, Dale, Stephen, McDonald, King Buzzo, and Roy Mayorga. Uh, you know, you guys mostly know Roy Mayorga from Soulfly and Hell Yeah and Ministry. But actually, Roy Mayorga has got like a 35, maybe almost a 40, you know, almost 40-year career in, in metal. He played in a bunch of death metal bands at least 35 years, uh, 30 to 35 years in death metal in upstate New York in the early uh, 90s. Even when he was a teenager, this dude was on killing it, even back then. Um, so this Melvin's record is very interesting to me. Uh, I'm already a huge fan. Uh, this is really fun. This is a picture of, uh, this is Carl Agell uh, in this picture on the, uh, it kind of looks like uh, fat Max Cavalera here, but uh, Carl Agell was formerly the singer of Corrosion Conformity. He's been at a bunch of other bands. He did a version of COC called Blind, where he was on the singer of the Blind album, except for Vote With a Bullet. And uh, yeah, Melvin's never disappoint Scooter, and you know that's what's up. Uh, and so he has two new bands. This is pretty incredible. Legions of Doom with some of the guys from Trouble and the Skull, uh, and I think that's Ron from the Skull. And he has another band, Lie Heavy. I have been listening to constantly. Um, Lie Heavy's got their debut album coming out, I believe, on heavy psych sounds so very excited for, for the stoner do metal i love carl vocally i've interviewed him once a long time ago years and years ago so i actually really hope uh i hope to interview him for this i have a feeling we'll get to because uh we do a lot of work with those labels and roy had a great industrial band called thorn for sure yeah i mean roy's been in roy mayork has been in countless bands countless um all the good times. So let's see what else. We're almost to the end of the show here. Just about the same runtime as last week. Uh, once again, Job for a Cowboy. We are about two weeks away from the comeback album from Job for a Cowboy. 
uh, Moon Healer, the sequel to their last album, 2014's Sun and Eater. Ten years in between, ten years in between albums. Uh, we have an interview coming up with Nick from Job for Cowboys. Should be the week next week or the week after, and it's killer. Uh, just a just a shout out to Sarah Wizbanger from the Wizbanger podcast, the Wizbanger show. Very cool rock and metal podcast. Just a friend of ours uh, is back after a hiatus. Uh, you can wherever you listen to podcasts, you can listen to the Wizbanger show. I have an interview coming up with Sarah, and I think I'm going to be a guest on Sarah's show too. It's a mutual admiration society. Disciples of Verity is here. Can't wait for your new album. You got the Pink Marble JFAC. I think I have. Not the pink marble JFAC. I did pre-order it. I think I got the different variant. Um, not doing a lot of vinyl buying to start the year between uh, my downtime with my health and everything. But um, hopefully in the next few months, it'll pick up again. Uh, but yeah, Disciples of Verity is in the chat on Instagram waiting with uh, bated breath for new Disciples of Verity music, hopefully soon. Uh, just a shout out to my homies in... The band Desolate from New York City, not the death metal band from Massachusetts, but New York City's long-running hardcore metal group Desolate. Uh, Armed Against Disasters is their new record. It's out now. You should check it out. It's awesome. We had premiered one of the singles back in the fall called Torn, and now you should check out their full-length album, Killer Band. Uh, my old bands used to open and play with them, so that's how far back I go with those dudes. Also, also, we were talking about the 30th anniversary of Therapy's most uh, acclaimed and successful album, Trouble Gum. It's an alternative punk, alternative metal, sometimes metal, sometimes hardcore, 90s alternative rock, heavier rock, just under extreme metal, not quite extreme, but great band. They had a really killer album about a year and a half ago. And they have announced not only did they hit the anniversary for Trouble Gum, they are putting out a reissue. A deluxe reissue, which you can pre-order right now. This is a uh, thanks, Scooter. I'm really trying, man. I'm really trying. Uh, I was gonna say I have uh, my pill cases around here somewhere. Uh, I'm I'm this many years old. I'm this many years old now. I have to have a pill case. Um, holy shit! AARP is gonna be calling soon. I wonder if they have discounts on concert tickets. Let me get the hook up with Ticketmaster, yo. This is North Sea Echoes featuring Jim and Ray from Fate's Warning. This is so cool. I interviewed Ray today. This will come out closer to the album release in March. But uh, absolutely different type of music. It's not progressive metal. It's not thrash. It's not anything you would associate these guys with. This is really almost like sad, gothy, uh, somber music. And it's really cool. A really unexpected album release uh like a softer paradise lost basically um i'm telling you uh all right good i don't feel so bad scooter in brooklyn miss making me feel better thank you um i know omar cordy loves me because he bought me that pill case and sent it to me on amazon anyway um i'm probably the only person he loves i just like this meme this is the morbid angel album cover with like two hot dogs and a ketchup i just think it's funny i just think it's funny it's fun let's just have some fun well, it means we're almost at the end of the show. It's time to talk about new music that came out this week. And uh, specifically, there's a huge list uh, at Ghost Cult Mag. With, we post it every week. We do a video to preview the list. Then on the record on New Music Friday, we put out our huge list with links to stream and buy. So we're trying to help you inform your decisions 
and help you support these bands. If you don't go out and buy some music and you only listen on Spotify or YouTube or watch watch whole shows through your phone like a jackass, you're not really supporting these bands. That's just my opinion. Just my opinion. Brooklyn Miss sent us a heart. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, so here's the new music out that you should be picking up or spinning tomorrow, and, and specifically a bunch we reviewed. Chelsea Wolf's new album, She Reaches Out to She Reaches Out to She, on Loma Vista Recordings, same label as Ghost and Sleep Token, by the way. Um, Holder, we had a really fun interaction with uh, Holder's label that did not love our review. Our review was decent. I know a lot of people are, you know, Holder's a killer band. Versus an Oath is their new album. It's out tomorrow on 20 Bucks Spin. They didn't like our guy's review. And uh, they got into it a little bit on uh, X or Twitter. Um, you know, there's plenty of people to ride their dicks. They're a great band. Our guy didn't particularly resonate with that review. And, uh, you know, we'll see. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think the EP made the list for the reviews, but we'll definitely have it on the website later. Um, our videos are done sometimes months in advance. So, you know, the best thing I could say, if you have a band and you're watching this either live or on the replay is, uh, message us to get on the list. Uh, submissions at ghostcultmag.com is an email that works. And, uh, that's the best place to do it. I know a lot of people try to DM us and I really don't, uh, read all the DMs. Kim Gill is here, former ghost cultist and writer and scribe. Kim, I hope you are well. I always love seeing you pop up on these things and on social media. You are a treasure, miss. Thank you. Thank you for everything you do. So uh, Chelsea Wolf and Halder. Jack J. Hutchinson is a blues rock guitarist on Earache. I did not expect Earache Records, the like grandfather of death metal labels, to put out so many good blues and rock and roll albums this era of their career. But Jack J. Hutchinson's got a killer record. Uh, more blackened death metal with spectral voice sparagamos we we posted that review today on dark descent records killer label snakes i want to apologize to the band snakes i called them snacks in our video previously and they messaged us like please our name is snakes and i was like i'm sorry it looks like i'm a chubby kid it looks like snacks to me i have diabetes it just looks like snacks i'm sorry but it's snakes better days on snake sounds <laughs> kind of punk pop record uh, good band. Spiritual Deception, another killer death metal album. Cimite Mentis, I guess that's Latin, on Amputated Vein, also Earache Records. Last 10 Seconds of Life, a lot of people talking about this band. No Name Grave on Unique Leader Records. Deathcore, complicated, busy death metal. Also, also another cool band that is a bit underrated. The Sorrow of Being Immaculate. And their album, Church Music for Satanists. Uh, pretty fun doom and sludge metal self-released. So that's just a snippet of the bigger list that we're going to go live with on our site later on. Check it out at ghostcultman.com. And again, if you want to get on our list, get ahead of us. A lot of bands don't think about promoting their record until after it's out. Like, oh, it's out. Now I want to get reviews. It's not how it works. You got to get in front of us months in advance for us to do reviews. But uh, Kevin, we definitely want to support you. And like I said, hit me up again on the DMs we're already DMing on. And uh, let's talk about doing an interview when that other record is closer. Feel free to send it along. I'll give you the information. So that's the New Music Friday, which means the show is almost better. And the show's almost done. 
And so it's time for the mailbag. I'm going to do another album this week. Again, I gave you guys a little refresher here with the Cannibal Corpse cold brew coffee. I should probably clip that video from a few weeks ago and share it as an additional clip. But uh, do love the Cannibal Corpse Beheaded Brewing cold brew. Shout out to them. Um, here is the mailbag record this week. This is really killer. This is probably the best black metal record of 2023. If you are a fan of black metal, and that is Mismore Prosaic. I actually got this at the show at St. Vitus when I was in Brooklyn last fall. Let's just take a quick look at the cover. A little bright with the reflection here. It's on this very beautiful, glossy double gatefold, and it's a double LP. Uh, it's only four tracks, but I think they're like an hour long, the whole record. And uh, I don't have to show both of these because I think it's just the plain old black. It did come with a download card, which I really appreciate. Let You know, you don't always get a download card with an album, but I did. If you want to put it on your phone or your computer, it's fun. I know that music is so readily available everywhere that bands are not really giving away download codes anymore, but I, I think it's all right. Um, yeah, the album's beautiful. Uh, live Mismore is incredible. I felt very lucky to be in the room with them. That was an incredible uh, evening funeral moon and unrequited with a V. Uh, were, uh, unrequited with a V, uh, QV in the middle of the name. They both opened incredible, you know, just an incredible night of black metal at St. Vitus. And uh, here's the, the very cool black vinyl with a very distinctive label. Um, and it, and this weird like side, uh, yes, it's four sides and it's got like a little messaging on each one. Um, Mismore, fantastic band. And, uh, I just felt lucky to be in the room. I think, uh, previously on the mailbag, I had bought a book of lyrics and poetry from Mismore that I showed off that came also with a pin for my battle vest, which we, we had a request tonight for the battle vest to come back. Uh, double means it's thick word. Uh, we like the thick with the two C's. That's our, our preferred style of person. Um, and, uh, and metal riffs and metal, uh, but Mismore best for black metal record this year. Uh, be very interesting to see what the best black metal record of, of 2024 is going to be. Um, I still have a bunch of stuff I am going to share in the next few weeks. So stay tuned for this segment. Stay tuned to the show. You know, you made it to this part of the show. We have got to the end. It's me doing the point. There's me in the battle vest right there. There's my vest. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll bring the vest back. It's kind of hard to do the workstation view and sit. You don't really get to appreciate the vest when I wear it anyway, but, um, you know, thanks everybody for watching. This is uh great to be back a couple weeks in a row. I really appreciate everybody sticking around. Uh, have yourselves a great weekend, go to metal shows, buy somebody's music, not just cause it's, you know, don't wait for Bandcamp Friday to, to buy somebody's music, support bands, support small stores, support, independent DIY people support, buy some zines. Even if, you know, if you don't like it, you can always give it away to a friend and see if they'll like it. Support creative people doing cool stuff to make the world a better place. That's my word. That's my word for the weekend. Uh, as we say every week at this juncture of the show, it's a tough time in the world. So please take care of yourselves, take care of each other and stay as metal as humanly possible. I'm Ghost Cold Keefe. Make sure you like and subscribe if you haven't already. We appreciate it. And we'll see you next week.